Everybody loves games. In fact, gameplay, whether it's trying to answer a tough history question, guessing the price of a bar of soap, or taking a chance on door number three, has provided so much enjoyment over the years for both radio and television audiences that they have become some of the medium's longest-running series. I don't know about you, but I love game shows. And I'm ready to play some theme music. So let's get the wheel turning and see what the survey says. I'd like to buy a vowel, please, Pat. Here's the first item up for bids on the new Price is Right. Total value of the deal, $5,094. Complete that category. The answer is the Daily Double. And the category is on the map. Go ahead, Vanna. 100 people survey, top five answers on the board. Want you to try and find the most popular answer. Here's the question. Coming up next, Tube Tunes in Color. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. Let me get this straight. You want me to steal? And here he is, the one, the only. One out of twelve. One out of twelve possible four, five, nine suspects there now. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. This is Jim Rockford. If the tone, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. You unlock this door. Welcome to Tube Tunes. Game shows and quiz shows have been a staple of entertainment ever since the beginning of broadcasting. Even during the 1930s and 1940s, when radio was firmly entrenched in its golden age, audiences for game shows made up a sizable portion of that medium's popularity. And when regular TV broadcasts began in the late 40s, many of radio's most popular quizzers made the trek to the new visual medium. Game shows such as Truth or Consequences, Strike It Rich, and The Quiz Kids were a few of those migrants. As the medium matured and production values and especially prizes escalated, so too did their audiences. By 1956, seven of the top 25 shows on the nighttime TV schedules were game shows. That genre of programming came to a crashing end when it was revealed in 1958 that contestants on two of the most popular nighttime game shows, Dotto and 21, had been supplied at least some of the answers to their questions by producers prior to airing, thus lengthening those contestants' duration and resulting in ever higher ratings each week. This crash dealt a major blow to the three networks, forcing them to replace their now-disgraced game shows with much more expensive traditionally scripted comedies, dramas, and westerns. The repercussions were felt for years afterwards, with the game shows relegated to almost exclusively daytime slots on the networks, until at least 1965. A few notable exceptions were I've Got a Secret to Tell the Truth and What's My Line, which continued in their longtime Sunday night spots on CBS, primarily because those games did not revolve so much around the contestants winning huge amounts of cash. Once the sting of the game show scandal died down, the genre gained enough of a foothold in the daily consciousness of American TV viewers that by the mid-1970s many had become popular enough to encroach back into prime time or primetime access, which were time slots that ended right before the primetime schedules begin. As such, there are five game shows that have enjoyed longer runs in television than just about any other programs. And as they are still running today, whether in their original formats or in revived permutations, these five are the ones I'll be exploring in this episode. Oh, and don't forget, I'll be exploring each show's theme music as well, some of it incredibly familiar to viewers, as they have been airing five times a week for decades. So here we go with Season 2, Episode 3 of Two Tunes, Games People Play, Part 1. 
The Price is Right. Everybody knows this game. It's actually an institution now. The original show actually premiered on NBC Daytime on November 26, 1956 and ran until September 6, 1963 with host Bill Cullen. It then moved in the daytime slot to ABC from September 9, 1963 to September 3, 1965, again with Bill Cullen hosting. And then on the nighttime schedules, NBC ran the show from September 23, 1957 till September 6, 1963, again with Bill Cullen. ABC picked up the nighttime show on September 18, 1963 and ran it until 1964, September 11th, and Bill Cullen again hosted that version. CBS brought the show back seven years later on September 4, 1972 in a daytime slot. It was originally called The New Price is Right, and it starred Bob Barker. It expanded to an hour on November 3, 1975 and has been that way ever since. It broke the daytime longevity record of 14 and a half years set by Concentration on March 27, 1987. Bob Barker was the host, and he hosted it from 1972 until just 2007, over 35 years. Drew Carey picked up the baton and has been hosting it since 2007. There were other versions of The Price is Right since that version came out. There was a first-run syndicated nighttime version, that ran from September 11, 1972 to September of 1979. Dennis James hosted that from 72 to 76. And then Bob Barker took over in 1976 until 1979. There was also another first-run syndicated version from September 9, 1985 till September 5, 1986, hosted by Tom Kennedy. There was a short-run summer version of The Price is Right on nighttime on CBS from August 14, 1986 to September 18, 1986, again hosted by Bob Barker. Finally, there was a short-run, first-run syndicated version of the show that ran from September 12, 1994 to January 27, 1995 with host Doug Davidson. Not only has The Price is Right broken the daytime longevity record of 14 and a half years, it's broken the total game show longevity record of 17 years, seven months, set by What's My Line in April of 1990. It passed episode 5,000 on April 9th, 1998, and to my count, there were 2,263 episodes for the 1956 to 1965 version, and so far there are over 8,000 episodes from the 1972 to the present version. The show has run a total of 54 seasons. As I mentioned, Bill Cullen was the MC from 56 to 65. Bill Cullen is a very well-known game show host. He probably hosted more game shows than just about anybody. He lived from 1920 to 1990, and he hosted such shows as Winner Take All, Down You Go, Give and Take, Professor Yes and No, Why, Place the Face, Bank on the Stars, Name That Tune, I Guess, Three on a Match, Winning Streak, Blankety Blanks, the 1976 version of I've Got a Secret, The $25,000 Pyramid, Chain Reaction, Pass the Buck, the Love Expert, Blockbusters, Password Plus, Child's Play, Hot Potato, and The Joker's Wild. And he was also a panelist on many shows, including That Reminds Me, Who's There, Where Was I, The Name's the Same, What's My Line, To Tell the Truth, I've Got a Secret, The Match Game, Match Game 73 to 76, and also Match Game PM, Break the Bank, and Tattletales. One fun fact about Bill Cullen is that he holds the record for the number of times a game show host has appeared on the cover of TV Guide seven times. The original host of the version that's running on daytime CBS right now, Bob Barker, was born in 1923 and is still alive today at the age of 93. Besides this show, he's best remembered for hosting Truth or Consequences from 1956 to 1975. He also hosted Dream Girl of 67 and The Family Game in 1967. Dennis James hosted the nighttime first-run syndicated version from 1972 to 76. He was a longtime game show host and personality. He began TV in 1946 on the TV show Cash and Carry. He also hosted Chance of a Lifetime, Haggis Baggis, High Finance, Name That Tune, PDQ, The Name's the Same, On Your Account, and People Will Talk. The current host of The Price is Right is Drew Carey. He's emceed the show since 2007. He's best known for The Drew Carey Show and the American version of Whose Line Is It Anyway? The announcers on the show included Johnny Olson from 72 to 85, Rod Roddy from 86 to 2003, Rich Fields from 2004 to 2010, and George Gray from 2011 to the present. 
The Price is Right, the current version, has won 24 daytime Emmys to date. There are not only board games, video games, and DVD games that have come out over the years based on the show, there's even a current live traveling show that began in 2016. The object of this originally simple game was to have four contestants to guess the MSRP, or their manufactured suggested retail price, of individual items without going over the price. By the time the 1972 version appeared, the games on the show had become more elaborate, including the showcase showdowns that still capped the endings of each episode. Also, this time, the contestants were chosen from the studio audience with the famous call, Come On Down. Mark Goodson and Bill Taubman produced the show. Okay, now about the theme music. For the original 1956 to 1965 version, Charles Strauss's Sixth Finger Tune was used as the opening and closing theme music. Charles Strauss was born in 1928, still alive today at the age of 88. He's a famous composer who wrote music for Annie, Bye Bye Birdie, and many others, and he also wrote the film scores for many movies, including Bonnie and Clyde, There Was a Crooked Man, The Night They Raided Minsky's, and All Dogs Go to Heaven. The theme tune, Sixth Finger Tune, was actually from Milton Scott Michelle's Sixth Finger in a Five Finger Glove, which was a play that came out in 1956. Let's now listen to the opening and closing theme to the original Price is Right that ran from 1956 to 65. This theme was used until 1961, and it's entitled Sixth Finger Tune by Charles Strauss. Tonight, these four people need to compete for the prizes of a lifetime on... The Price is Right, presented by Imperial. Imperial is unconditionally guaranteed to taste like the 70-cent spread. Yes, unconditionally guaranteed to taste like the 70-cent spread, yet costs so much less. And by Dove, the amazing new bath and beauty bar that creams your skin while you wash. And now, your host on The Price is Right, Bill Collins. As a matter of fact, welcome to everybody to The Price is Right. You folks at home are going to have your chance to bid for our fabulous showcase, which you'll see just a little bit later on. But as we usually do, let's do it now and meet four nice people. To begin with, we have our current champion. You join us again next week when The Price is Right will be brought to you by Spidell. We'll see you then or tomorrow morning on the daytime Price is Right. Thank you ever so much for being with us. That's Bill Cullen saying goodbye, everybody. Stop in again. So long. The Price is Right has been brought to you by Dove, new bath and beauty bar that creams your skin while you wash. And by Whisk, the liquid way to your family wash. Lever Brothers unconditionally guarantee satisfaction or your money back. Transportation for tonight's guest was arranged by American Airlines, American choice of experienced travelers everywhere and famous for the Mercury, luxury leader in the world of flight. Gowns by Susie Perrin. The Price is Right is a Mark Goodson, Bill Hoffman production in association with the NBC Television Network. This is Don Pardo speaking. Pearl, stay tuned now for the Craft Music Hall in color, next over most of the same NBC stations. The next tune that was used for the theme music for The Price is Right, the original version, was called Window Shopping. This music was actually used also for two other shows, Snap Judgment and You're Putting Me On. It ran from 1961 to 65. It was written by Bob Colbert, who was born in 1924 and is still alive today at the age of 94. He's also known for composing the themes to Dark Shadows, To Tell the Truth, Way Out, The Young Marrieds, Personality, Hidden Faces, The Doctors, You're Putting Me On, Three on a Match, ABC's Wired World of Mystery, Super Train, Blockbusters, Go, Your Numbers Up, The $10,000 and $25,000 Pyramid, War in Remembrance, Intruders, and lots of TV movies. Let's now listen to the opening and closing theme music to the 1961-65 episodes of The Price is Right. It's called Window Shopping, and it was composed by Bob Colbert. Tonight, these four people need to compete for the prizes of a lifetime on... Price is Right, presented by New Wizard Bathroom Deodorizer. The first deodorizer made specially to leave the bathroom fresher smelling. 
Wizard, precious things since fresh air. And now your host on The Price is Right, and here he is, Bill Cullen. Welcome to The Price is Right. We're going to start a brand new sweepstakes today. So if you're interested uh, in along those lines, watch us. Let's go over here and say hello to, for instance, our champion. Don't forget to mail your card to the Holiday Sweepstakes. Send your entries to Holiday Sweepstakes. The Price is Right. Post Office Box 224, New York 46, New York. And for another look at the Holiday Sweepstakes, join us again next week. We'll see you then or tomorrow morning on this same station on the daytime. Price is Right. Thank you and good night. Price is Right has been brought to you by Bristan Nasal Mist, the decongestant nasal spray for relief in seconds from sinus congestion and heads, colds, distress. Bristan Nasal Mist. The Price is Right is a Mark Goodson, Bill Tomlin production. This is Don Pardo speaking. Finally, let's listen to the theme that everybody knows now, because it's been used since 1972 on the CBS Daytime episodes. The theme was composed by Ed Kalehoff for Score Productions, although it was attributed to Sheila Cole. Kalehoff is best known also for writing the themes to Double Dare, Monday Night Football, and the PBS NewsHour from 2015 onwards. He was born in 1945 and is still alive today, and he still receives around $250,000 a year in royalties for the music used on The Price is Right. We're now going to listen to the opening and closing theme music from the very first episode of the 1972 version of The Price is Right, composed by Ed Kalehoff. A fortune in fabulous prizes may go to these people today if they know when The Price is Right. Sandy Flournoy, stand up. Stand up. Honey Gunnell, stand up. Myra Carter, stand up. And all four of you, come on down. You're the first contestants on the new Price is Right. And now, here's the star of the new Price is Right. so much. Welcome to the new Price is Right, and let me assure you, fans of the old Price is Right, that this is your favorite game, still based on the pricing of merchandise, with wonderful awards for smart shoppers. We call it the new Price is Right, because we have some exciting new games that you will enjoy right there at home with our studio audience, and we're going to get that first game going right now. Here's the first item up for bids on the new Price is Right. It's a fur coat! A luscious natural brown muskrat coat with genuine white leather trim from the exclusive fur salons of Harry Brown, Beverly Hills, and Las Vegas. This beautiful coat can be yours if the price is right. That's right. Now, I want one bid from each of you and only one bid, and the one of you who bids nearest to the retail price without going over the retail price wins the fur coat. Now, we have rounded off our bids. We have rounded off our prices, that is, to the nearest dollar, so make your bids in dollars and dollars only. And we'll begin with you, Connie. What do you bid for that fur coat? $350. $350. All right. Myra? $900. $900. And... I can't see your name. Sandy. May I? Sandy? $150. $150. And Paul? $1,000. $1,000 for Paul. All right. We have our four bids, and here is the actual retail price of the fur coat. $595. And Connie is our winner. Come right on up here, Connie. Come right up here with me. Here you go, Connie. Come right around here. That's a girl. Connie, I, I get the impression you're happy. Woo, am I? 
Okay, let's talk about Let's Make a Deal. That's another long-running game show, one of my favorites. And let's see what the broadcast history looks like. Well, Let's Make a Deal premiered on NBC, daytime, December 30th, 1963. It ran on daytime on NBC until December 27th, 1968, and the host was Monty Hall. It moved to ABC, daytime, on December 30th, 1968, and ran until July 9th, 1976, again with Monty Hall hosting. NBC revived the show on July 9th, 1990 for daytime, and it ran until January 11th, 1991. Bob Hilton was the original host, and then Monty Hall was brought in to help boost the ratings, but it didn't really help later on in 1990. And then finally, the revival that's running now on CBS daytime began on October 5th, 2009, and it's still running today with host Wayne Brady. The nighttime version of Let's Make a Deal ran on NBC from May 21st, 1967 until September 3rd, 1967, with Monty Hall hosting. And ABC picked it up and ran it on a nighttime schedule from February 7th, 1969 until August 30th, 1971, again with Monty Hall hosting. It then moved to first-run syndication on September 13th, 1971, running until September 1977 with Monty Hall hosting. It was revived three years later for first-run syndication on nighttime, September 22, 1980 till September 1981, again with Monty Hall. And then finally, in 1984, it ran again in first-run nighttime syndication from September 17, 1984 to September 1986, again with Monty Hall. There was one version that ran briefly in 2003 on NBC nighttime, March 4th to March 18th, 2003, that was hosted by Billy Bush. As you probably know, Monty Hall is best associated with this show. He was also one of the producers of the show. It was a Stephen Hato's Monty Hall production. At least the original version was. Monty Hall hosted the show from 63 to 86. He also hosted the 1990 to 1991 version. Besides this show, he also hosted, in 1977, It's Anybody's Guess. He also hosted the all-new Beat the Clock from 79 to 80 and Split Second from 1986 to 1987. Before Let's Make a Deal, he had hosted Keep Talking in 1958 and Video Village from 1960 to 62. Bob Hilton hosted the show briefly in 1990. He's also known for The Guinness Game, and he hosted the Truth or Consequences version from 77 to 78, and he was the announcer of many other game shows. Billy Bush hosted the 2003 version. He was born in 1971. He's also known for Access Hollywood, Celebrity Name Game, the third hour of the Today Show until very recently with the Trump fiasco. And he's the first cousin to George W. Bush and Jeb Bush and the nephew of George H.W. Bush. And the current host of the show, Wayne Brady, has hosted the show since 2009. He was born in 1972 and he's also known for Whose Line Is It Anyway, both the UK and the American versions. And he also had a brief show from 2001 to 2003, The Wayne Brady Show. Okay, what was this show about? This show was pretty simple in its concept as well. Contestants in the studio audience were asked to bring knickknacks to trade with TV's big dealer. That's Monty Hall. The contestants morphed into more elaborate costumes as the show went on in order to attract the host's attention in the hope that they could try their hand at various trading games and, of course, a shot at the big deal of the day. Loved this show as a kid, 
Haven't seen the 2009 revival, which runs an hour by the way, but I was actually in the audience of a 1991 episode at Walt Disney World when Monty Hall had already started hosting it again. I got to ask him how much he thinks he had given away at that point, but I actually don't remember what his answer was. It was probably in the millions or maybe even billions. So let's talk about the theme music. I like the original theme music the best. It was composed by Sheldon Allman, who lived from 1924 to 2002. He was a Canadian-American actor, singer, and songwriter. He also wrote the theme to George of the Jungle, Masquerade Party, It Pays to Be Ignorant, Super Chicken, and Tom Slick. So now let's listen to the opening and closing version of the 1963 to 1977 versions of Let's Make a Deal, composed by Sheldon Allman and performed by Ivan Dittmars and his band. These people, dressed as they are, come from all over the United States to make needles here in the marketplace of America. Let's make a deal. And now, here's America's top trader, TV's big dealer, Monty Hall. Thank you. Thank you very much. $150 making that big, big deal, $14,313. But congratulations on your new card, Jeannie. Go down and get in it. I'm, I'm sure you'll love it. Go and take a look at it. And Dave, thank you very much, Mrs. Garrett, for being with us. And thank you all for Let's Make a Deal. You know what I want? I'll tell you what I'll do. The young lady, Patty Carter, you show me a postcard, I'll give you $200. A postcard is worth $200. That's what I want. That's right. Do you have it? You don't have a postcard? I'll tell you what, you give me a special delivery stamp and I'll give you $500. How do you like that? Do you have a special delivery stamp? It's worth $500. Jean, is that right? Jean's looking for it. She says she might have it. It's worth $500. And a postcard is worth $200 if you've got that over there. No, you've got the stamps. She, who's got the postcard? Special delivery stamp we're looking for over there. I'll tell you what I'll do. While she's looking for all that, I made it with you, but I haven't made one with Betty Huntley. So she's looking for a special delivery stamp. If you can tell me what it sells for, right today as we're taping this show, I'll give you $200. What's the special delivery sell, sell for without any help from anybody back there? How much, my dear? Say something. No, it's not 30 cents, so you see, you shouldn't yell out advice. <laughs> Say something. Anything. Let's We're now going to listen to the opening theme music for the all-new Let's Make a Deal that ran from 84 to 86. This was composed by Todd Thicke and Sheldon Allman. Todd Thicke is the brother of the late Alan Thicke, and he was a co-executive producer of America's Funniest Videos. He was also a writer and producer and composer. Let's listen to the opening theme music to the 1984 to 86 version of Let's Make a Deal, entitled The All-New Let's Make a Deal. Thank you very much. Welcome to the all-new Let's Make a Deal. Hope that you enjoy yourself on our show today. I know these people down here, our 36 traders, are going to enjoy, at least some of them are. I'm going to start off our first deal today by making partners out of these two people right over here. Come right over here and find out who they are. This one is Julie McDonald, and this is Dolores Waldorf. Yes, I've eaten your salad many times. All right. Now let's listen to the opening theme music to the 1990-91 to 91 version of Let's Make a Deal. This one was composed by Jerry Ray. Behind these ever-changing doors awaits a spectacular array of cash, merchandise, fun, and surprises. Today, from the Disney MGM Studios in Florida, stage one is packed with people from all over the world ready to play America's favorite game. Let's make a deal. And now, here's our special guest host, ladies and gentlemen, the big dealer himself, Monty. Cheer for these people down here. Okay, let's let's cheer down a little bit, folks, as we start with deal number one. And finally, we're going to listen to the opening theme music to the current version of Let's Make a Deal that's running on CBS Daytime. It was composed by Tom Straley, and this theme has been running since 2009. 
The motorcycle! Is that real? Tiffany is a matadora. It's a trip to Switzerland! Emmy winner, Cat Gray. It's diamond earrings! She did it! I'm gonna take part number three! It's time for Let's Make a Deal! Now here's TV's big dealer, Wayne Brady! What's up, America? Welcome to Let's Make a Deal. I'm Wayne Brady. Thanks for tuning in. I need three people. Let's make a deal, y'all. Pink wig, pink wig right there. With the red sash. Look down there. One down there. And lastly, you right here. Everybody else have a seat. Everybody else have a seat. Stand right there for me, mama. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. After these messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. Operation. It's Operation, Milton Bradley's goofy game for Dopey Doctors. Here's your patient. You take a card. Remove honey bones. Careful, if you touch the sides. You blew it, Charlie. Next. Take out Randy Danko. A winner. Operation, an electric game from Milton Bradley. I'm just a show. Yes, I'm only a show. And I got as far as urbanator land. Well, now I'm stuck in a quo. And I sit here and wait. While a few other shows discuss and debate whether they should let me be a podcast. I hope and pray that they know, but today I am still just a show. Listen to all those podcasters arguing. Is all that debate about you? Yeah, I'm one of the lucky ones. Most shows never get this far. I hope they decide a podcast at me favorably. Otherwise, I might be deleted. Deleted? Yeah, deleted file. Oh, it looks like I'm going to be played. Now I go to the listeners' headphones, and they listen to me. If they listen to you, what happens? Then I go to iTunes, and the whole thing starts all over again. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Remember, you can find all of Zerbinator Land shows right there at zerbinator.wordpress.com. Stop by there for all your podcasting needs. I'm just a show. Yes, I'm only a show. And if you find me, I'm at Zerbinator Land. Well, I am off on the web where I sit in my bed and I wait to be heard just like every other nerd. And if they like me, then I'll know. Oh, boy, I hope and I pray that they will listen to me today. strategy, action, and suspense. Miss H6, you sank my battleship. A game you can play anywhere. Battleship from Milton Bradley. Another long-running game show is Jeopardy. Jeopardy ran on NBC Daytime from March 30th, 1964 until January 3, 1975, with Art Fleming hosting. The show returned on NBC Daytime on October 2, 1978, and ran until March 2, 1979, again with Art Fleming hosting. There were 2,753 episodes made for the daytime show. There was a first-run syndicated version of Jeopardy! that ran weekly from September 9, 1974, until September 7, 1975, again with Art Fleming hosting. And the current version actually premiered in first-run syndication, weeknights, September 17, 1984, and is still running today. Alex Trebek has hosted the entire time. Created by talk show host Merv Griffin, this venerable game show awarded cash prizes to three contestants for providing the questions to specifically constructed answers in any of six categories for rounds one and two. 
A single Final Jeopardy answer is provided in the final round for the contestants to wager their current winnings on providing the correct question. The show was hosted originally, as I said, by Art Fleming. He lived from 1924 until 1995. He emceed the show from 64 to 75, and again from 78 to 79. Art Fleming also was an actor who performed in two TV series before Jeopardy, International Detective from 59 to 61, and The Californians from 58 to 59. He was also known to be a collector of Civil War memorabilia. The current host of the show, Alex Trebek, has emceed the show since 1984. He's a Canadian MC and also hosted before this show, The Wizard of Odds in 1973 and Classic Concentration from 87 to 91. The original announcer for the show was Don Pardo. Don Pardo was born in 1918 and died in 2014 at the age of 96. He announced the show from 64 to 75 and again from 78 to 79. He's a well-known, long-time announcer, and he's best known for being the original announcer for Saturday Night Live from 1975 until 2013. Johnny Gilbert is the announcer on the current version of the show. He was born in 1924 and is still alive today at the age of 88. I loved this show as a kid and an adult, although I haven't seen it in a while. The original theme to the show was called Take 10, and it was composed by Julanne Griffin, the wife of Merv Griffin, and an actress in the movies The Woman in Red and Haunted Honeymoon. Let's listen now to the opening and closing theme music to the original Jeopardy! Take 10, composed by Julanne Griffin. Jeopardy! presents today's three contestants. This is Miss Kim Elam from New York City. This is Mr. Kent Jarrell from Vienna, Virginia. This is our champion, Mrs. Karen Striesman from Freeville, New York. These three people will compete today on Jeopardy! And now, here's the star of Jeopardy! Art Fleming! Good morning! Thank you, players. Thank you, Don Pardo. Thank you, my friends. Good morning. I hope it's a good one for you. Thank you. The contestants for the day, good morning, players. Look at the board now as we all play Jeopardy! Thank you. All right, my friends, viewers, and players, the day's new categories. Well, in any case, you wagered correctly. You are the co-champion, $240. Likewise, Karen, $240 added on your previous day. Your grand total is $890. And both of you come back to play the game tomorrow. Have a go. Have a good day. See you then. Bye. If you would like to be a contestant on Jeopardy or receive tickets for Jeopardy, please write to Jeopardy, Post Office Box 336, Radio City Station, New York, New York, and please include your telephone number. Jeopardy was pre-recorded. This is Don Pardo. The current theme used on the show was composed by Merv Griffin himself, who lived from 1925 until 2007, and it's based on the final Jeopardy countdown music that was featured in the earlier shows. Merv Griffin was a longtime talk show host. He hosted the Merv Griffin Show from 1962 to 1975 daytime, and a late-night version of the Merv Griffin Show aired from 1969 until 1972. He was an avid fan of puzzles, and he, of course, created this series and Wheel of Fortune, about which we'll talk later, both the most successful game shows in syndication history. Let's listen now to the current theme to Jeopardy, composed by Merv Griffin and used in some form since 1984. Now entering the studio are today's contestants, an engineer from Lancaster, California, Steve Bowie, an attorney from Fairfield, Connecticut, Susan Blum, and our returning champion, an advertising consultant from Los Angeles, California, Alan Lefkowitz, whose cash winnings total $18,900. And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. Ladies and gentlemen, hello everyone and welcome to the first day of our second year right here on Jeopardy! Thank you for tuning us in. See you next time on Jeopardy!
Some of our departing contestants will receive brim decaffeinated coffee for flavor that's full, deep, and satisfying. Fill your cup to the rim with the rich, roasted taste of brim. Mr. Plumber pours right through standing water quickly to dissolve grease, grime, and hair. Its active ingredients make it stronger for you, Mr. Plumber. Subi Honey Spread, pure natural sweetness that won't spill, drip, or slide off your knife. Give Subi Spun Honey Spread a whirl. Canker helps stop mouth and canker sore pain fast. Its soft tip applicator coats and protects against further irritation, canker from Blistex. And Oscal Calcium Supplement, if your body isn't getting enough calcium that could rob it from your bones. Oscal Calcium, your body needs it. Enterprises distributed by King World. Wheel of Fortune premiered on NBC Daytime on January 6, 1975, and ran until June 30, 1989. Chuck Woolery was the original host from 75 to 81, and he was replaced by Pat Sajak in 1981. The show moved to CBS on July 17, 1989, and ran until January 11, 1991. Rolf Benierski was the host originally in 1989, replacing Pat Sajak, and Benierski was replaced by Bob Gowen in 1991. The show moved back to the show moved back to NBC daytime on January 14, 1991, and ran until September 20th of that year, again with Bob Gowen hosting. The show ran for an hour briefly from December 11, 1975 until January 16, 1976. The current nighttime daily show has been running in first-run syndication since September 19, 1983, with Pat Sajak hosting. Again, talk show host Merv Griffin created this version of the game Hangman, in which three contestants spin a huge horizontal wheel for the opportunity to ask for letters in solving a word or phrase to win merchandise and cash prizes. This is the most successful game show in syndication history, and it's produced by King World Productions, who also produces Jeopardy. Chuck Woolery, as I said, was the original host of the show. He was born in 1941. He's an ex-country singer. He also hosted Love Connection, Scrabble, and Lingo. Pat Sajak is the current host of the show and was born in 1946. He's emceed the show since 1981. He's an ex-weatherman who hosted a late-night talk show briefly, The Pat Sajak Show, from 1989 to 1990. Ralph Bernierski hosted the show briefly in 1989. He was born in 1955, and he was a 34-year-old San Diego Chargers place kicker. He was replaced by Bob Gowen, born in 1954. Gowen hosted the show from 89 to 91, he was also known for Entertainment Tonight from 1993 to 2004, Games Perfect Match, and Blackout. Also starring in the show as hostess was Suzanne Stafford from 1975 till 1982, and the current hostess, Vanna White, from 1982 onwards. She was born in 1957. She loves crocheting and knitting, by the way. There was a Saturday morning version of The Wheel of Fortune that ran on CBS called Wheel of Fortune 2000. The original theme to the show was called Big Wheels and was composed by the late Alan Thicke. Alan Thicke died just about a month ago in 2016. He was born in 1947. He was a Canadian actor, writer, and musician, and the star of Growing Pains, also Thick of the Night. He composed many TV themes over his long career, including Different Strokes, The Facts of Life, The Wizard of Odds, hosted by Alex Trebek, in which Thicke also sang the theme, Blank Check, Stumpers, Who, that's W-H-E-W, exclamation point, Celebrity Sweepstakes, Animal Crackers, and the Diamond Head Game. We're now going to listen to the opening and closing theme music that was used from 1975 to 83 for The Wheel of Fortune, Big Wheels, composed by Alan Thicke. Look at this sleek, sporty, compact car. This cozy den, including oak and cane wall units. This fun garden patio, including a mahogany fun tub for two. This fabulous gold bracelet watch. And just look at this great 1976 station wagon. Plus this colorful gourmet kitchen, including 
a gourmet trip for two to New Orleans. These are just some of the many exciting prizes available. Total retail value of all these prizes, more than $30,000. And are yours to buy today on Wheel of Fortune. And now, here's your host, Chuck Woolery. That's me. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Oh, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Wheel of Fortune. I'd like to introduce Susan Stafford, our host. Come on, Susan. Thank you very much, and good morning to you. And I'd like to introduce you, please, to our three contestants. All right. I'm Chuck Woolery. I'm Susan Jackson. It's Wheel of Fortune. We'll see you next time. And we thank Bye. you, and you know that. You can Bye-bye. Today's departing contestants will receive Sundial by Armstrong, the colorful no-wax floor you can install yourself. Striking patterns, beautiful colors, Sundial, a no-wax floor by Armstrong. And Baraxo cream or powdered hand cleaners. They take on the dirtiest hands. They'll come out Saturday night clean with Baraxo. And Ready Whip, America's leading topping made from real cream. Ready Whip turns everyday desserts into something special. The prices of the prizes were furnished to the contestants prior to the show and have been rounded off to the nearest dollar. The Kansas City Royals meet the Minnesota Twins Saturday afternoon on NBC. The second theme for the show was called Changing Keys, and it was composed by Merv Griffin, whom I talked about in the Jeopardy! segment of this episode. There were several versions of Changing Keys, used from 83 to 84, from 84 to 89, from 92 to 94, and from 94 to 97. We're going to listen to version 3 that was used from 89 to 94. Here is the opening and closing theme music to the 1989 to 1994 episodes of The Wheel of Fortune, Changing Keys, composed by Merv Griffin. Celebrating its 10th anniversary, the world's most popular game show. Filled with fun, glamour, excitement, surprises. We of fortune. And now, the stars of the show, Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you very much. I'll uh, probably see you later. Huh? Thanks a lot, and uh, welcome to Wheel of Fortune. Just a couple of nights left of our Red Letter Sweepstakes. Bye-bye. Uh... Some contestants may receive Rice-A-Roni any day of the week. The flavor can't be beat. Rice-A-Roni, the San Francisco treat. St. Ives Swiss Formula Peaches and Cream Facial Beauty Wash. For a peaches and cream complexion, it's St. Ives Swiss Formula Naturally. Ginsana for active people. America's top-selling ginseng capsule. All-natural, no-caffeine. Ginsana for active people. Polaterol fruit sweetened only with fruit juice, no sugar added. Polaterol fruit, please don't dare call it jelly. Brought to you by Sunsweet Prune Juice. The taste makes a delicious change of pace. And System Biolage, refreshing, rejuvenating hair care from Matrix. It's science in sync with nature, available only in fine salons. You must have at least three red-letter words correct in order to be eligible to win. Sweepstakes open to U.S. residents 18 and older. Entries must be received by March 15, 1993. The current version of the theme is Happy Wheels. It was used from 2000 to 2002. Another version was used from 2002 to 2006. And the current version has been running since 2006. It was composed by Steve Kaplan, who was born in 1958, died in 2003. He was a composer, percussionist, arranger, and he wrote the musical cues used on the current version of Jeopardy. Let's listen now to the 2002 to 2006 episodes of The Wheel of Fortune, Happy Wheels, composed by Steve Kaplan. Wheel of 
ladies and gentlemen, Pat Sajak and Dana White. Thank you, Charlie. Thanks, everybody. Well, another night of Wheel of Fortune. Happy to say uh, you have a good time at the puzzle board. And here are folks who want to win some money, I can tell. And uh, they should already have these little devices. That we spent a lot of money to install those things. Uh, this first puzzle is worth $1,000. The category is place. Let's go, Vanna. After these messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. begins. Move two spaces. One, two. Start building the mousetrap. Race your mouse around the board, building a mousetrap as you go. Then comes the funniest part of mousetrap game. Mousetrap! Why don't you get... The nuttiest, funniest game you've ever seen. It's a wonderful game. It's ideal. Where should I go if I'm interested in learning about Atari games? Atari 2600 games? Yeah. Well, you could check out my podcast, the Atari 2600 Game by Game Podcast. Is there a list somewhere where I can get all of the shows and I can figure out which show I want to hear first? Yes, there is. Now, my friend Jose has made that very list that you're speaking of, and you can find that at 2600gamebygamepodcast.blogspot.com if you check in the link section. Okay. And, and would you be doing more of these shows? I'll be doing every one of these games for the 2600, so I'll be doing this and for another decade. <laughs> every single game? Every single game. I'll take it. How much do you want? I don't want anything. It's free. <gasps> Atari 2600 Game by Game Podcast. Also available on iTunes. Parker Brothers' new Ganip Ganop is very easy to play. You simply try to ganip your three balls through the hoops into the other side. And the other guy tries to ganop his three balls into your side. But while you're ganipping, he's ganopping. You're trying to out-ganip him while he's trying to out-ganop you. So ganip down to your store and grab the new game from Parker Brothers before they're all ganoped. From Parker Brothers. Ganip Ganop. <laughs> Family Feud premiered on ABC on July 12, 1976 and ran until June 14, 1985 with Richard Dawson hosting. The show reappeared on CBS on July 4, 1988 and ran until September 10, 1993 with Ray Combs hosting the show. That version of the show expanded to one hour from June 29, 1992 until the end, September 10, 1993, and it was called The Family Feud Challenge. In first-run syndication, the show premiered on September 19, 1977 and, and ended in September of 1985. It ran weekly from September of 77 until January of 79, then bi-weekly from January 79 until September of 1980, and then finally to five nights a week from September 80 to September of 85. Richard Dawson hosted all of those versions of the show. The show also aired in a nighttime slot on ABC from May 8, 1978 until May 25, 1984, in hour-long specials hosted by Richard Dawson. The show returned to first-run syndication on September 19, 1988, and ran until September 8, 1995, with Ray Combs hosting from 88 to 94, Richard Dawson from 94 to 95. That version of the show expanded to one hour from September 94 until September 95. Finally, the current version premiered in September of 1999 and is still running. The hosts for that show include Louis Anderson from 99 until 2002, Richard Karn from 2002 to 2006, John O'Hurley from 2006 to 2010, 
and Steve Harvey since 2010. In this game show, two actual families compete in guessing the top answers to a simple question given to 100 survey takers, all for a chance to win a grand cash prize. As I said, the show was hosted originally by Richard Dawson. Dawson was an actor who was born in 1932. He died in 2012. He hosted the show from 76 to 85 and briefly from 94 to 95. He was known primarily for portraying Newkirk in the sitcom Hogan's Heroes from 1965 to 71. He was a British actor who also appeared on several game shows including Match Game 73 and Masquerade Party from 74 to 75. He was also a semi-regular on Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In from 71 to 73. Ray Combs emceed the show from 1988 till 1994. Unfortunately, Ray Combs committed suicide shortly after he was let go from the show. He died June 2, 1996. Louis Anderson hosted the show from 1999 until 2002. He was an Emmy Award-winning comedian. He created the cartoon Life with Louis from 95 to 98 and the TV series Baskets. Richard Karn replaced him in 2002 as MC. Karn was born in 1956 and was best known for appearing in the TV series Home Improvement. In 2006, John O'Hurley replaced Karn as the MC. O'Hurley is best known as Jay Peterman on the TV series Seinfeld. He also provides the voice of King Neptune in the TV series SpongeBob SquarePants, and he's the host of the National Dog Show every year since 2002. Steve Harvey has hosted the show since 2010. He's best known for the original Steve Harvey show, which was a sitcom. He's also the current host of the Miss Universe pageant. The show has won three Daytime Emmy Awards. Announcers for the show include Gene Wood from 76 to 95, Burton Richardson from 99 to 2010, Joey Fatoni from 2010 to 2015, and Reuben Irvin since 2015. The original theme song for the show was called The Feud, and it was used from 1975 until 1994. It was brought back briefly for the 2002 to 2003 episodes, and also a version of the theme is used in the current version. The theme was composed by Walt Levinsky, Robert A. Israel, and Ken Bichel, all for score productions. They were not credited for the theme. Let's listen now to the opening and closing theme music to the 1975 to 85 episodes of Family Feud called The Feud, composed by Walt Levinsky, Robert A. Israel, and Ken Bichel. It's time for the Family Feud. Introducing the Mosley family. Wayne, Shirley, Melissa, Bridget, and Chris. Ready for action. And the Abramowitz family. Hilda, Karen, Ken, Barbara, and Charlie. On your mark, let's start the Family Feud. With the star of Family Feud, Richard Dawson. Not that excited since I got the oil drilling rights to Jack Lord's hair. Thank you. <laughs> we have got a marvelous show for you, and I just want you to enjoy it. We have two families going to come out, battle each other, and try and win a lot of money, and a lot of money can be won. So will you join me, please? And well, the very first family, the Mosley family. Signs that compliment any personality. This is Gene Woods speaking for Family Feud. A Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production.
A remake of The Feud was used from 1994 to 1995. It was composed by Ed Kalehoff for Score Productions. You heard about Kalehoff in the Price is Right segment of this episode. Let's listen now to the opening and closing nighttime version of Family Feud, used from 1994 to 1995, composed by Ed Kalehoff. It's time for the Family Feud, introducing the Wassel family. Holly. For action, playing against the Williams family, Roy, Cheryl, Alelia, and Edwin, on your mark, let's start the Family Feud. Here's the star of Family Feud, Richard Dawson. Thank you very much. Welcome to one hour edition of The Feud. Fun for me because we get to meet families that were on the original feud with me and uh, they're back here now. That's kind of exciting. We love you. Stay tuned for more feuding coming up on Family Feud. John Lewis Parker composed the theme music that was used from 1999 until 2008. We'll now listen to the 2006 opening for the nighttime version of Family Feud, composed by John Lewis Parker. It's time to play Family Feud! Introducing the Dominguez family, ready for action! Playing against the Green family, on your marks! And now, here's your Yes, my, my hip-hop, there's nobody more down with it than I am, I'll tell you right now. Hey, welcome to Family Feud, returning for their second time. It's the Dominguez family. And finally, we're going to listen to the opening theme music to the 2008 to the present version of the Family Feud theme. It's called The Feud, and again was composed by Walt Levinsky, Robert A. Israel, and Ken Bichelle. This is Joey Fatone. It's time to play Family Boy, we got a good one for you today. Returning for their second day from Olympia, Washington, and every other part of this country. It's the Fry family. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. My first exploration of one of my favorite TV genres, game shows. Please make sure to have your pets spayed or neutered, and stay tuned for a future episode of Tube Tunes, Season 2, Episode 11, when I'll present six more game shows and their themes. But the next episode of Tube Tunes is called Best of the Millennium, where I will provide seven Emmy-winning themes from shows that premiered after 2000. You don't want to miss it, so stay tuned. Same bat time, same bat channel.
I would first like to thank Zerbinator for his guidance and encouragement as I continue on this project. His podcasting expertise has been very valuable to me. I would urge all of my intrepid listeners to give any of his many podcasts a listen. They're a lot of fun. Just go to zerbinator.wordpress.com to find a list of his podcasts and to get started listening. Also, I can't forget to thank Zerbinator for composing the theme music that's heard at the beginning and end of Tube Tunes. It's a great theme, and you can find all of his other great music at zerbitron.bandcamp.com. Thanks, Burford. I also need to give thanks to the Free Music Archive, which provided the following music under the Creative Commons license. The Savers by Jean-Jacques Perry and Gershon Kingsley. Animal Booster Kiss by The Cow Goes Moo. And Happy Jambo by Angel Garcia. Finally, I would also like to give heartfelt thanks to my beautiful wife, Lizzie. She has put up with me and with this strange podcasting thing with the patience of a saint, and I could never fully repay her. But I will definitely try. Nudge, nudge, snap, snap, grin, grin, wink, wink, sign them all. TubeTunes is a proud member of the Throwback Network. You can listen to all of the great retro-themed podcasts on the network, including this one, by visiting throwbacknetwork.net. Episodes of TubeTunes can be found on iTunes and on Stitcher. Please take time to leave a review of TubeTunes. You can also listen to TubeTunes on your Roku device by going to the TuneIn app and typing TubeTunes in the search field. Also, be sure to check out the TubeTunes website at tubetunes.net. All of the episodes can be found there as well. You can also visit the TubeTunes blog page at tubetunespodcast.blogspot.com. TubeTunes can also be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash tubetunes and on Twitter at tubetunespod. Finally, you can send Mark an email and let him know what you think about any episode of TubeTunes. Just write to him, mark at tubetunes.net. Thank you. Support for TubeTunes is provided by a grant from the Telesearch Group and by listeners like you. Thank you. This is station WABC-TV New York, Channel 7. Now speaking for the entire staff in New York. On behalf of WNBC-TV, good night. Good morning.